Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Whoa, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, my brethren. Let me hit you with a little solo. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, my brethren. How was that? That was me. Yes, sir, ski. Hey, guys. This is the 300th episode of the podcast. You're about to listen to it. It's with a man named Crazy Loco Tilly. And I'm going to give you guys just one to two minutes, maybe three, maybe four minutes of value in terms of where I'd like to take the podcast moving forward. And I just like episodes like this because they're good timestamps of where I'm at in my life. And uh, 300 episodes. I've run them. And I still don't think I'm really a podcaster because my goal is not to run a successful podcast and that be the only thing I do. My goal when I started this show was to make a movie in Boston and put it in theaters all over New England and get it onto streaming services and then start working my way into a career in the movie business, making movies and acting in movies. That was my goal always. And the podcast now, because we completed that goal, is now a tool for me to meet as many people in Los Angeles as possible, for the next year at least, because I need to work my way into that industry. That's what I think I want. I don't really know all the time exactly where I want to take things. I do know if I could have my way in terms of this platform, I could develop it into a Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel type show, interviewing people. Because interviewing people is honestly just entertaining. And I would like to have a really prevalent, popping late night show at some point. I think I'm easily the guy to do it. I think I'm more entertaining than these other guys. Not even to just like be stomping on dudes, but I'm an entertainer. And I also can cut through with them hard-hitting questions. You know what I'm saying? And I would like to do that. I would like to have like a prominent late-night show. And so let's say on episode 700, that's what the show is developed into. Just know that it was an idea at this point. But for the next year at least, I'm going to use the podcast as a tool to meet as many people in Los Angeles so I can work my way into the movie and entertainment business as much as I can. Because that's where I'm headed, man. I'm going to LA, brother. And uh, I'll probably make some content on why I'm exactly doing it. But essentially, you guys know all I care about is my goals. And um, it seems like the likelihood of completing my goals are much higher if I move to Los Angeles. So that's why this is not an easy decision, but a simple decision. And that's what's going on. So for the next year, that's what you can expect out of the podcast. Is growing the brand in LA, meeting as many people as I can in LA and using it as a tool to meet people I otherwise wouldn't necessarily be able to meet. And then also at the same time, simultaneously giving you guys lots of information, lots of value and lots of entertaining episodes because I know they're entertaining and I hope you guys enjoy them. (sighs) Damn, I'm on fire today, brother. I'm on fire. Four shots of espresso later. I also want to shout out Lexi Matthews for editing all the episodes recently and um, 
I also want to shout her out for uh, helping me out with the research. Couldn't do it without her, man. And she works full-time now, so. Old Boach Bunny's still fighting for his dreams, and he'll never quit. But, Lexi, thank you. Now, today I had Tilly on. I was out in Los Angeles. I've known Tilly forever. Excuse me. I've known of him forever. Since, since like 2018, 2019. Back when he was in Massachusetts, and I was linking with all those influencer guys like uh, Robbie, DJ Clout, uh, Stupid American, Benny, Aki. And Tilly was also making skits back then. And I was just trying to connect with him. I was trying to get him up here, up to Boston. And we just never linked. But I always followed him. And then I just stayed in touch with him. He moved out to LA a couple of years ago. We met when I was out there. He had us out to a party. And it was a really good window into what the Hollywood Hills were kind of like and what that scene is like. And, uh, I had him on the show. He actually asked to be on the show. And, and bro, back in the day, I'd hate that. But I was like, nah, he asked in a great way. And just he's a hustler. You know what I'm saying? He's out here making TikTok videos. He's trying to be an actor. And he's a really good, I don't want to say display. He's he's emblematic of a kid who leaves his hometown, goes to Los Angeles, and tries to make it as an entertainer. And he's just the modern day version of that. And so it was really fun talking to him. He's a good kid. He, uh, he makes a lot of crazy videos. And he just kind of talked about what it was like moving out to L.A., making TikToks, making pranks, what the L.A. ecosystem is like, and more. And uh, really grateful to have run it. I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for the people who give me feedback on this podcast. I am. Because even if I get uh, one, two, three messages about it, it's enough for me to go do another week. And I all I always think long-term about this podcast. Like, okay, where do I want to be? Episode 500, 700, 900. But for right now, you at least know my goal for the next year. And uh, I think it's going to be a fun ride. I'm going to give you guys as much insight as to what's going on as possible. And I hope you guys enjoy it. All love, brethren. All love. Crazy Loco Tilly's Golden Hour. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Hi, my name is Tilly, and this is my golden hour. Just gotta make sure I look cute, you know? You look great, man. You look good, dude. Look at that beard go. Can't even grow that. All right, this is how I'm gonna start this one off. My brethren. My brethren. Tilly, welcome, brother. Yo, thank you for having me, my guy. Um, that was good, bro. I like that. I like your tone. You got a good voice, bro. Thank you, man. It means the world coming from a guy like you. Yo, yo, the podcast, and you can become a singer easily. Well, I would like to start mixing it into the next film for sure. Yeah. I, so I've been working with this writer, and um, he's in LA too, and. I was like, bro, we need some sort of like solo, solo monologue, solo singing scene. Cause I'm just trying to really show people what I got. You know what yeah, I'm saying? There you go. I tell about that, bro. <laughs> um, okay. So dude, normally I hate it when people ask me to run one, but I was super grateful you did because I was like, bro, you know what, man, we were trying to make this happen years ago. Yeah. hundred percent. And so do you remember when I had first reached out? It was like 2018, 2019? Say that again, my fault. No, no sweat. I said, when I first reached out, do you remember? Was it 2018, 2019? 
it, I think it was like, yeah, around 20, I think it was like end of 2018 going into 2019. Cause that was back when I was forming that influencer super legion with those, yeah. with everyone making skits. And I remember we were trying to get you up there for that big skit we did. Yeah. But as we had talked about the other day, it, that was just a hike for you to get from Southern Mass up to Boston, right? Yeah, it's like it's like an hour, hour fifteen, and traffic on top. But um, we'll, we'll once you're out here, bro, we'll make it happen. We'll get that skit going for sure. It was just um, that was such an interesting time for me is when I just started meeting everyone in Boston coming from college. I went to Providence College, not not far from South Attleboro, and like. I remember just, I had met all these guys. Like I had met Zach. I had met um, Clout. I had met Everyday Robbie. I had met Mikey Bonkers. And I was like, and Aki, did you ever work with Aki? No, but I know him. I know him through social media. Yeah. And I was, I had met them all separately. And I was like, why aren't these guys doing fucking videos together? And I think that's when I had first seen your videos around that same time. Oh, yeah. You still uh do you still link with all those people? I know Honestly, you, I know I I, I seen you and Benny working a lot. You guys were in the movie, you made the movie with them. What about oh, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention Benny. Um yeah, no, I don't since I started going balls to the walls with the movie and the pandemic, I haven't seen as many people admittedly because the podcast has been all over Zoom, but um I think everyone's still pretty much in the area. Yeah, seems like it. Now in Boston, trying to get out here soon. You in Boston? Uh, no, you're. Are you in Boston or are you in Rhode Island? I'm in Boston. Boston. All right. Now, before we move on, can you give a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? Yes. My name is Tilly. I'm an actor, TikToker, entertainer, whatever you want to call it. Basically, my job is to make people laugh on social media, and I love it. And the goal: acting. Love, man. And um, when you reflect on when I first reached out to you way back then, is this how you imagine things going over the last three years? Like going to LA, working with other entertainers? It was, it was the, uh, it was the goal. It was at the time. It was like, yo, I want to be out in LA, and then it was just all about that transition. Like, yo, I just gotta do it. Was it an impulse decision for you, or did you just go for it? One hundred percent. Like it was, it was me, my buddy Rapta. Uh, my buddy Jake was already out here at the time, so he, we, it's already been in the talks. Uh, my buddy Jake was out here for film school, and we were like making like quick little uh, stops, like LA to Boston, LA to Boston, trying to like get the feel of it. We're like, dude, we should just like come out here full time. And then um, me and my buddy Rapta and my buddy Ben at the time was like, all right, Ben got the Ben got the house, so we're like, all right, let's just do it. And a couple months later, after, after like speaking with Ben, we're like moving into the house. So yeah, it was it was literally an impulse decision. I put any, everything in my bank account onto the like security deposit, um, first and last rent, and then dude got out here, got a job right away, and yeah, made sure so I would uh, be able to stay out here. Yeah. So when you got out there, you did you have a job before you went out there, or did you get it after you moved? So I was I was doing um, ecom. I had a couple of websites going where I was getting some income, but then right when we moved out here, it like just died down. So everyone was just like, damn, uh, what do we do now? And I was like, I'm not trying to go back to Boston. So I'm just going to get a job here. So I worked at a restaurant literally right down below where Saddle we live. Saddle Ranch, yeah. Well, yep, Saddle Ranch. Walking distance, 
and worked there for seven months until, you know, COVID happened and then got, you know, unemployed. And I was like, dude, I still don't want to go back to Boston. I'm out here. So that's when I trans into TikTok and just went, went crazy on there. Yeah. But when you were out there, you were, st- I mean, when you were working at Saddle Ranch, you were still making videos. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was still doing like the social media videos, but like my, my scheduling with like the job was just like brutal. Like I was going, I had all day obviously to make content and then my, I would go into work at like eight 30 at night, get, get out at like three 30 AM. So it was like the sleeping was just like off, but yeah, I was still making, I was still making skits and um, you know, I had, I'd signed up for this agency getting me like extra background work and you know, on some like TV shows, shit like that. So I was still doing what I wanted to do. Just had a, you know, restaurant job to keep me like stable out here. Now, from what my friends were telling me about Saddle Ranch was like, it's a pretty popular spot. Like you probably meet a lot of people over there, right? Yeah. When I was working there, I met like, David, I, met, I didn't meet David Dobrik. I saw David Dobrik there. You'll see like FaZe Banks here. Um, I met a lot of TikTokers. That's like where I was like basically talked to because like it was just stuff I was doing at the time. So like Bryce Hall, Alex Warren, you know, like all the Hype House kids were going. It was just like the spot on Sunset. Everyone going there just, yeah, it was just crowded with all these influencers and people you see on the internet. So I was, I was, I was blessed to work there because yeah, it was good networking. Okay. Where, but I kind of understand what you're saying. Like you just pulled from some of your focus from creating. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And so that whole time you're thinking like, yo, like how the fuck do I make bread doing TikTok and just do it full time? Yeah. 100%. At the time, I didn't even know how people were making money on TikTok or like social media itself. And then once, you know, once I put like my main focus on TikTok after, you know, quarantine, I got, you know, left the job. That's when I realized like, dude, this is how people are making money. You just, yeah. TikTok has been a blessing. Well, can you enlighten me, my brethren? How are people making TikTok money on TikTok? I mean, it's it's mostly through brand deals. I mean, they have the creator fund, but it doesn't really pay that much unless you have like a huge, you know, video that gets like millions of views. You'll get like a, over like a hundred bucks, but anything under that, like you're not really making that much money. So I say influencers are making most of the money through brand deals. So a brand deal, just to clarify, would be like, yo, Fashion Nova hits me up. Like, yo, we need you in that Fashion Nova, man. Yeah. That's a brand deal, right? Yeah. So basically, they'd be like, yo, we want you, uh, we want to throw these clothes on you, make you look cute. And then they'll pay you like whatever you charge for a post, maybe a couple posts. Um, yeah. Basically, just stuff like that. Maybe like an Instagram tag, whatever. It's such a, a tough bind for, because there's been a couple of times where I really could have monetized the podcast heavy too. And like, it's such a tough bind monetizing as a creator if you're not like mega massive yeah. because you like you want it to be your job so fucking bad and you want to make consistent bread but you don't want to come off across as like desperate and like just pulling from your consumers yeah. right doing it just for the money yeah 100 percent. so how have you told that line i would say Honestly, I didn't really care about making, getting like brand deals or anything like that, making money on TikTok. I just really wanted to get my name out there and just, you know, provide good content to my fans where they can, you know, laugh if they're having a good or a bad day. Um, basically, that's like the most important part, I think, for me is just, yeah, making people laugh if they're going through something. They can go to my videos, you know, get a good laugh out of the day. 
So that's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really focus on the money. I just wanted to build my name and obviously share my content with the rest of the world. Understood. That makes sense. I don't know if I answered that question right. No, I totally get what you're saying. You, uh, you weren't, you're, you've not been a money first guy. You just like making your content. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, let me ask you this. Let's peel it like way back. So how did all the videos start for you back in Massachusetts? And actually, were you like, like growing up, were you that type of kid that was kind of a menace in class? Cause that's kind of how, how I see you being. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously high school, I was a little, uh, you know, class clown. I would make jokes here and there. The teachers didn't really like me, but I was still getting like, I was still paying attention to schoolwork, but I just wanted to, you know, like be, I don't know. I just didn't really like focusing. I can't like really just sit in a chair and just like look at a board all day. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just wanted to make fun of it, fun out of it. So yeah, I was a little class clown, went to college, uh, Bridgewater, um, studied criminal justice for a couple of years. And I was just like, all right, this is not really wanted I want to do like I don't I don't I couldn't see myself as a police officer like that's what I at the time was thinking yeah I just want to be a police officer but I couldn't see it so um left second semester my second year um didn't go back and I was like there was that one year where I was just like kind of confused like what do I really want to do and at the time me and my brother Raptor He's a music artist doing this like similar stuff that I wanted to do, you know, just follow dreams and all that. He's like, dude, use your comedy, make comedy skits on Instagram. Cause at the time, everyone, that's like when Instagram was blowing up, everyone, you see like Supreme Patty, like all these influencers just making comedy skits. And I was like, damn, that's actually a good idea. But like, I didn't have the, the drive to just like put it out. Cause I was like insecure. Like, dude, what if like people hate it? Blah, blah, blah. And like, don't think it's funny. And that's kind of like what, People, I mean, you probably felt the same way, like posting skits, you know, you're like scared to put it out. And he's like, dude, just do it. So I did it, fell in love with it, did uh, Instagram for a couple of years. And then TikTok came around. I was like doing videos on TikTok, but I wasn't really like putting my, um, like, you know, motivation into it. And then once, like I said, once quarantine happened, I just went right into it, posting eight videos a day. And yeah, I just, I basically started on Instagram. I was doing, posting a skit every single day, random skits. I just like randomly just came up with like ideas, like spot on. And then, yeah, that's basically how it went down. Now, back to square one here. So what was like class like for you growing up, bro? Cause you, listen, I was also class clown. <laughs> I was also incredibly hyper. Yeah, and, I was hyper too, dude. I was all bro. I just couldn't even imagine what you were like. <laughs> I was bouncing off the walls, dude. I was a loose cannon. I don't know how my parents or like the teachers put up with me, but yeah, I don't know, were, man. Were you getting in trouble? I, I wouldn't say like trouble, but I would say like, you know, like middle school was probably like, all right, you know, just leave the class for like ten minutes, like cool down a little bit, and then like come. <laughs> high school. Uh, I wasn't really getting in trouble that much. I would say middle school is where I would like get detentions just for like my behavior. Um, and then high school was just like, I high school was different because I wanted to play football. Like football is my main thing. So I had made sure like my act was like calm down. Just, I didn't want to lose like that. Uh, you know, like I didn't want the football coaches to hate me and shit, you know? 
Yeah, you also take me as the dude who hit puberty mad early. No, I hit it late. <laughs> Did you? Dude, I can't even still can't even grow a beard, bro. I'm just saying, most dudes who are like, no offense, your height usually hit puberty mad early. <laughs> My height, dude. No, I, I probably like you look like you like were like jacked in eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. No, my thing is when I started working out, but eighth grade I was a little chode. Oh, were you? Every day, but you were eating McDicks every day. Not every day, but whenever I would uh, go over to my friend's house, and his his mom would literally just like drive us to McDicks like most of the day, just like feed us, you know, like little kids. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, all right, work, I'm down. But obviously, now, at the time it wasn't healthy, but yeah. Now, are you from Attleboro or South Attleboro? It is North Attleboro. Excuse me. Gotta get it right, brother. That's our rivals. Can't be Attleboro. Nah, I don't want to hear that. And is South Attleboro a separate town from Attleboro? Um, or is that even yeah, a town? Yeah, so Attleboro is, Attleboro is a city. South Attleboro is like North Attleboro, like the, just like a small town outside of it. Okay, cool. But South Attleboro goes to Attleboro High School. So that too is like combined. And then North Attleboro has its own high school. Okay, so growing up, did you frequent Providence more than Boston? Yeah, because it was closer. Closer. Honestly, but um, yeah, it was just like, because we were like 20 minutes, like right down the street. So I would like hit Thayer, you know, Providence Mall. Oh. It was just, yeah, it was just closer. You have a favorite spot on Thayer? That Baja spot, dude. Really, bro? Not you East like Side? It? Yeah, bro. I thought, I don't know. It's just like fresh, way better than Chipotle. I like oh, Baja. I guess, I, go ahead. I apologize. No, go ahead. <laughs> you are, dude. Go ahead. I was going to say, I like Baja, but some of my boys got some beef with a couple of guys in there. So, Ooh, wait, like working? A little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I've just been a, I've been a very loyal consumer to Eastside. Have you ever been to Eastside? No. Nah. That's the Mediterranean spot right across from it. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant like East Side of Providence. <laughs> East Side Pockets is what it's called. Okay. It's fire. It's the best, bro. It's the Wait, best. Is that is that next to the pizza joint? There was like a pizza joint. I forget what uh what it was called, but it was like fire pizza. It was like big slices. That's Antonio's. That's down the street. Antonio's, dude. Antonio's mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. And then obviously you got like that Froyo spot that hits, and then uh, insomnia cookies. Ooh. Insomnia is smacking. Yeah. Except the cookies are like 19 bucks a pop. Yeah, no, for real. It's a force. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're growing up kind of a menacing class. And how old are you when you make the first vid? Probably like 18, 19. Maybe, yeah, I would say 19. Cause and you, sh- you shoot this on your iPhone? Yeah, it was strictly iPhone, and then uh, I had some of my friends just, like, you know, help me out, just record for me, depending on what it was. Like, if I was in store, in a store doing, like, a prank, I would have my buddy just, like, you know, like, off to the side with, a, like, on a cart filming like that, and I'll just be in the distance doing whatever. And then um, and I would just, like, just cut it up on iMovie. Okay, word. So you were editing off your phone at this point. There were no like in phone editing softwares, right? I was doing, yeah, I was doing iMovie on the in phone app for a little bit. And then, uh, cause I didn't have a laptop at the time. 
and um, I bought a laptop, you know, just continue to use iMovie, but on the, on the laptop. I just think iMovie is just like, you know, obviously Final Cut and all that has more to it, but iMovie is just free. It's easy to do. And I just thought like for me, for what I'm doing, it's just like perfect. I didn't need yes. like, all these like flashy pop games at the time. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. See, I come from the school of like back when you had started making videos, I also had started making videos and um, yeah. you can still look them up. Apple like I was, Boy. well, even before Adderall Boy, I was doing skits under the, I had a YouTube channel called Coach Connie. So I made like 40 YouTube videos that were like sketches with shots, shot lists, all that. And I remember at the time, like pouring so much fucking energy into editing. Yeah. And then I just, this new wave of Instagram comedians came out and I was like, yo, this is fucking bullshit. This is crazy. Like, cause you know, like two iPhone shots and then that show get like 15 million yeah. views. I'm like, oh my God, dude. It's like 15 seconds too, total. <laughs> yeah. I was out here trying to make little mini movies and these dudes like, yeah, I remember fat boy SSC was really big at that time. Yeah. That's, that's literally it's crazy you said that because our boy, um, Untitled Export, was like part of Fat Boy's crew. He was literally just taking photos of him. And so that's kind of like where we got or where I got like the inspiration because he was, yeah, he was popping. He was just showing up everywhere at Subway. These cookies are good. Uh, Throwing them against like black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These cookies fucking rock. Boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy, like, all right, all right. He's like, I want more. He's like, all right, all right here. Like, Damn. Now, um, so I did a little spin back through most of your content. And so on that, in that vein, do you still do pranks or did you have any pranks that like push the limit where you got in a little bit of trouble? No, I mean, it was more of like, I just kind of like make, I don't know. It was at the time. Yeah. It was like a prank. I was doing mostly pranks and then I transitioned to the more skits. Then I got locked into the skits and I was like, damn, I miss pranks. So I wanted to do a couple of pranks again. And then, got into the skits again so it was like literally like on and off type thing but now i'm getting back into the pranks i want to do bigger pranks on youtube and now i'm just going to cop one of those you know like the like um i don't know what it's called it has like a nice zoom just so like they can chill like far distance just kind of like zoom in where it's still clear get like fully mic'd up and just mess around with people no i miss the pranks dude i gotta get back to it. how do you after you do a prank like let's say someone like gets affected by the prank like someone gets pissed yeah. do you ever go back to them yeah. and like yo my bad bro i was just filming a video or are you kind of just out um uh, it depends on what it is like i did a uh i did a usc college campus prank where i just like went around like asking like random questions like messing with people and i just told them like, yo the cameras are over there we're just filming a little prank is it okay to use it and some people are down for it and then some people aren't depending on who the person is. Um, so yeah, usually I'm, I try to like tell people that it's a prank just to, just so like they, you know, can cool down if they actually got heated. Cause I remember one prank I did, I was like, just walking around people. I was like, Oh dude, you, you could use one of this. And I was just giving them a gum stick. Just like telling them they had like bad breath. <laughs> so like people actually get like offensive. Like I was like, I, I just want to make sure that, you know, it's a prank. Is it okay to use it? And people are like, oh, hell yeah, it's all good, it's all good. But some people get actually pissed, like, no, what are you doing? Like, you're such an idiot. Like, they get, like, heated. So, depends how who you that, step into. How does that work in terms of using 
uh, the content of someone else as long as it's in public you can use the video or is there times where like people are like no like you can't put me in your fucking youtube video some people were like i don't want my face shown but you can use the content and then you just have to like blur the face okay but no one and then ever people- sorry Tilly, i'm losing you a little bit real quick i don't know if it's my service or yours Dude, could we play- connection bro i'm in the garage right now my wi-fi sucks you can just wave it wave at me real quick it's a little better yeah okay so just segueing back um essentially people are not allowed to say like yo you can't use me in your video if you shoot in public is that a rule yeah, it's just like, you know how it is like nowadays. People are just like, no, I don't want, I don't want to be on the camera. Like, what are you guys doing with your life? Blah blah blah, shit like that. So, you just gotta get their consent. And if they, if they, if they say yes, but don't want to be the, like have their face on, just gotta blur it out. And then you got these Karens who are like, no, I don't, I don't want to be in your stupid video with your three subscribers, like shit like that. See, one thing I really respect about your videos is like you're not afraid to push the limit like that's your humor like you stick with your humor has has there ever been a moment where you're like yo bro maybe i took that a little too far because i sometimes look back at some of my earliest videos and i'm like all right bro connor what the fuck were you thinking honestly yeah i would say so but i don't know just i feel like it just comes with like acting and all that just acting you know what i mean like it's the other pe- how other people take it. It's like, oh yeah, you went too far. I was like, I don't really see it. I don't really know what I said that was too far. You know I mean, but I don't, been, I don't, what I said. There's, so there's not one moment that sticks out with you where you're like, yo, bro, I kind of blew it on that one. I can't really think of something that like it depends. Are you talking about like cranks or just comedy skits? Just anything you've shot for content. Not, not that I can think of right now, but maybe like TikTok that I took it too far on something, like taking down my video, breaking the community guidelines. I yeah, so it. what happened with that? Why did they pull your channel down? Dude, I, I don't know, man. I just think TikTok was just like cracking down on how like people were posting on their, their app, you know, community guidelines, blah, blah, blah. And just once you get a couple strikes, you're permanently banned. And so whatever it's just tiktok being soft you can't really like post anything nowadays on tiktok but then you got these girls shaking their you know titties and ass in front of the camera and the tiktok ceo just like leaning back like this like, yeah we want that on the for you page <laughs> keep that right there it's like i'm over here making a comic skits and i say i say like tit by accident and it gets taken down or something like that you know what i mean yeah did i will i will say bro like I was off the app for a while. I picked it back up and it seemed like my algorithm was just all hot chicks. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad thing, brother. <laughs> it's just weird. It seems like um, no matter what the app is, just somehow, some way, human nature creeps in and people just start trying to get as much money out of it and as much sex as possible. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Now, we talked about this when we were at your party and thank you again for inviting us, by the way, my friends, I had a great time, man. You guys had fun? I had a great time, man. Oh yeah. I'm excited to get Hell back yeah. out there. 
I, uh, we talked about this, but I don't mean to be super soft on you, but I think you can speak to this. I used to always have a real hard time when I was making skits about trying to like show people I was serious about being funny. And it's, it was just a grind because like on camera, all you see is like just ridiculous shit. Are you trying to make people laugh? But people don't really understand the work that goes into it. Have you ever had trouble with that? Yeah, 100%. I would say like starting up, you know, the first couple posts, like, cause you go, you just go from like this kid graduating with people and then you just want to do something that you actually love. And then people just don't understand that you actually love that. And you just come off as like a weirdo, but like, I would say that kind of, if you, that, that mind process definitely like kind of, um, fucks with you a little bit. So you're just going to say, fuck it, bro. Just don't care what other people say or think of like what you do. It's like, you know what you want to do and end up in your, where you want to end up in your life. So you just got to go for it. Say, fuck everyone else. I don't care what you say about my comedy skits, skits, whatever. And then, yeah, I feel like that mindset helps a lot of people. But I would say starting up 100%, I was like insecure of like what I was posting. My friends thought like people like I graduated with thing and I was weird parents like understanding because you know, like social media, real parents don't really understand what's going on. They're new to it. What about your parents specifically? They're, they're, uh, they're, they're supportive. They know, they know that I want to like act and all that. So they're supportive. They just don't really, they don't understand the whole social media that skits like, oh, that's stupid. Like, uh, uh, I don't get the jokes, stuff like that, bro. They, they're not, they're not used to phones, you know, social media. So they don't really understand, but I do. I try to explain to them, you know, explain to them, uh, what's, what social media is and all that. And, but yeah, it goes one out, it goes through one ear out the other. I get it. But they're supportive, man. They, they love, they love that I'm like following my dreams shit so that's that's the most important part to me so if you could have your way 10 years you and i are on some boss talk like you're reflecting on the last 10 years of your career you'll be 36 right yeah yeah damn as will i man how wild is that yeah when when you when you reflect like are you going to want to say yo I leveraged a massive business for myself as a TikToker. Like I'm a successful entertainer, entertainer via social, or I'm acting in like legitimate projects. What is more important to you? I would say right now, obviously it, in the moment is like a social media thing, growing my name. And then 10 years from now, I want to be in like big projects, movies, TV shows, whatever it is, speaking roles, all that. All right, man. I said you could choose one. <laughs> I want to do everything, dude. No, I would do. Uh, I would say uh, acting for sure. Big projects. Word. Now, what specifically? Like, if you could be in a show today, right now, what would you want to be in? I don't know, dude. I I fuck with Stranger Things, bro. Stranger Things is like one of my favorite show, but like that's more of like a serious, you know, serious role. If it was like comedy, um, if Entourage was still going on, dude, Entourage is fucking dope. I love, so I love good. Entourage. Hell yeah. Yeah, bro. When I was out in LA, I was like feeling like, I was like noticing some of the sets where this, like where they shot it. And I was like, oh my God, this would be so fucking fun. 
A great show, dude. Um, now, now, but you have been an extra in some projects, right? Yeah, so I, I was, um, my first extra was Young Sheldon. I was a bully. It was all it was, was like a 30 second clip, me walking through a courtyard where it was school going on and just like me just walking directly past the camera. Um, right after that, I was in this show called Stumptown. Um, I'm not sure if it's still continuing. I think it is. Um, at the time I was a, uh, what was it? I was working at an auto, auto body shop and I was, all I was doing, I was like taking a, uh, a door off a car and all you saw was like the back of my neck, just like, you know, nothing like big, just like five, 10 seconds. And then after that, I was on LA's finest. I was a, at a party, you know, just there filming something. Cause it was like, uh, what it was, it was like a fight went down and someone got arrested. So it was just like me in the background, like filming like this, like 15 seconds. And then after that was NCIS. I was a dead body. That was probably my biggest um, extra background. I had a couple of days before they actually filmed the filmed it. I literally had to sit down in a chair. They casted my whole top half of my body with like this casting glue, whatever, and I couldn't even breathe. It stepped out of my nose. I was just sitting there like this. It felt like I was drowning. So it was like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Is that like, is this confusing you? What was the name of the show? It's NCIS. Okay, you were in NCIS, and why did they create a body mold for you? It was because uh, uh, they didn't, I don't know, they just wanted a body, they just do body molds instead of, like, having, like, the real person on the ground. Just because they have to, like, add, like, stab wounds and, like... Oh, you were like a that. dead body. Yeah, I was dead body. So it was literally just, like, a fake me on the ground. No way! During the, yeah, during the whole episode. Do you have a photo of that? Yeah. I do. Um... I can send it to you. I'll, do you want me to send it to you now, or do you want me to? Yeah, yeah. In? Text it to me right now. Wow, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I did not know that's how they did it, because I always see like dead people, and I'm like, damn, bro, they're holding their breath for a long time in movies. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That's what I thought too. Um, damn, it might be deep into my. All right, I don't have it directly i all i had was i had to do what a the fuck shot. bro same <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to do a mugshot for the same thing for my character so i have that but i can definitely dig deep into my camera and grab that uh grab that picture of me laying down dead they did me dirty though bro they they added like three more chins on me maybe like 50 pounds more so i was like dude i don't look like that come on now so how are you picking up this but work? I, yeah, is it an agency or? Yeah, I just like, I was just like looking through whatever was like out here. It was literally just, all you did was register, go to this agency. And then if they accepted you, they take a headshot and then boom, they just literally text you or uh, anyone can do it. Anyone can get accepted. It's very easy. And then they just text you. If you fit the description of the role, character, whatever, they text you, are you available? But at the time, they're also texting other people that fit the role. So it's like a first come, first serve type thing. Now, I I've been an extra like three times. And um, yeah, that shit's kind of for but, the uh, birds, bro. You- Can't even hold you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. What were you in, though? 
I was in a film that came out in 2016 with my co-stars, Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson called Central Intelligence. Um, <laughs> that was a popping one. Real stellar cast. Yeah, I'll get texts all the time. People be like, bro, were you in this movie? I just watched it on the plane. Swear to God, I saw you, bro. Uh, I was, was in that. that. What were you doing? I was, a, I was a high school kid. I was just staring at Kevin Hart give a pep rally speech. Oh, so you were in the stands. I was. Do you remember the movie? Yeah, so was it like in the beginning when he was like giving the speech in the high school, during high school? Yeah, you'll see me, bro. If you watch it, you're gonna be like, what yeah. the fuck? He's right there. Did they give you like a leather jacket, like a uh, Letterman's jacket and shit? Damn, you, you, this is your favorite movie of all time, bro. How do you remember everything? Yeah, honestly, Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, best combo. They're just like, they're hilarious together. I agree. I think they make great movies. I think the other guys are still so good, dude. Yeah, 100%. You know, you're not seeing the other they, guys. They, they, Sorry, there's a little bit of a lag. Um, there's a there's that scene in the other guys when The Rock and Sam Jackson are like chasing after those dudes, and they're on top of the building, and they're like, it's, like, it, it, it's yeah, bro, it's they're like 50 stories up, and like, what do you think? Aim for the bushes. <laughs> they don't even hit the bushes. <laughs> yeah, they just splat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah dude. that movie's underrated. Here, let me just take a minute to get you calibrated here. Because yeah, I, I just I keep cutting you off, man. No, you're good. It's my Wi-Fi, too, if I'm lagging. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway. So I, I think uh, something cool for people to learn about is kind of what the TikToker and entertainer scene is kind of like in LA. Cause as I was telling you at the party, I remember back in the day you and I in high school when there was like the early Vine days, early Instagram days, all those entertainers like King Batch and like Amanda Cerny, they all like lived in the same apartment complex and they all made videos together. Now, is there still an ecosystem like that? And are you part of it? I would say nowadays they have you know like those houses like the hype house when it was a thing i'm not sure if it's still a thing as it was but yeah it was just literally there's houses sway house um trailer house it's just a house full of these you know influencers and they just create content together so you have houses now and i'm sure like back in the day like you said they just lived in like apartment buildings but now there's like these companies are paying for these houses just for these creators with millions of followers that post content inside the house, make sure they tag that brand. And then that's all they got to do. I know the hype house was like sponsored by uh, bang energy. All they did was ha have to like have a bang energy and one TikTok a month. Each influencer that was living in the house. It's ridiculous. Do you have anyone, any TikTokers or uh, content creators that live near you in the Hills? Mm -hmm. I would say the closest is probably Josh Richards, which is uh, probably like five minutes down the street, right behind Pink Dot. You know, you know Pink Dot, right? I don't. Did you? Uh, so literally on Sunset, you probably drove by or something on the way or something. I don't know. What's but it called? It's, 
it's called Pink Dot. It's like this like little convenience store that's like pretty popping on on Sunset. It's it's like a legendary convenience store. But yeah, they live right behind it. That's kind of close to me. Okay, word. So essentially though, your day-to-day in terms of creating is like, are you actively collabing with people? Are you like going out to other parts of the city and finding other TikTokers to work with or? That's what I'm slacking on, but uh, I've definitely collabed with some here and there. The Pointer Brothers, they're from Boston. So when they were out here, I was collabing with them, you know, showing around LA. I would say that's the only people that I kind of collabed with out here. I kind of just like doing my stuff solo, bro. I don't know. I'm just like that. But like, obviously, if I like see people at like, you know, like an event, like networking, whatever, I network talk. But um, I definitely got to get into more climbing with people. Yeah, I think people are just under the impression that, and it's obviously not like this, but people are under the impression that LA is just filled with social media influencers or all day, all they do is hang out and like post pictures and videos together. But from what I'm gathering from you, you kind of just wake up every day and hustle on your own. Yeah, I literally do all my skits in the garage. I literally wake up, um, just sit down, you know, take a little moment just to kind of like think, get the creative process going <laughs> and bang out a skit. And then boom, after that skit's done, I'll think of a, like a, another skit. Boom, get that done. And I'll try to get at least like five to six, you know, videos a day to post on TikTok. So you make six videos a day? Yeah. I think that's like the the way to do it on TikTok, just because, you know, the more that you post, the more you have a chance for your video to pop up on the For You page, the more people can see you. What is your screen time like on your phone? Dude, I think last week was like 21 hours. Not 21 hours total? Yeah, not that bad, right? Not, Not bad at all. I'm not really, I just literally, I'm on my phone when I'm creating like skits. I don't ever scroll through, you know, TikTok. I mean, when it's like nighttime, you know, I'll just like scroll through a little bit, but then you get locked into that like TikTok vortex where you're like, fuck, I can't stop scrolling. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just on my phone during the day creating and then, you know, like here and there, I'll just pop on like Instagram, see what's up, post a story. But I just hate, I just take and locked into that scrolling because I know I'll just get locked in for hours. Dude, your phone time is way shorter than what I was imagining. If you're filming six <laughs> videos a day. Dude, I mean, you're filming <laughs> six videos a day. How long does a video normally take you? Dude, I usually aim for, they're like one minute, one minute videos or up to one minute, but uh, probably like 20 minutes each video. So you film for like two hours so each like day. What? So you film for like two hours each day. Yeah. Okay, word. Around that, nice. yeah. And then usually like if I'm doing, um, usually if I just want to like create more just to have them in the drafts for the next day, I'll just continue to create that. But yeah, just usually 20 minutes tops, edit real quick. Cause it's all improv, bro. I just think of random shit to say and then boom, just put it into the video. Is it, um, have other TikTok creators say it's beneficial to do six videos a day? Is that the algorithm? I just, I just kind of thought that myself because I was in like the early like TikTok stages. Um, I was just posting one a day and then obviously I saw 
Charlie D'Amelio, every single video, bro. I'll just scroll Charlie D'Amelio. Oh, Dixie. Oh, Charlie again. It's, and then I went to her profile and she was literally posting eight times a day. And I was like, oh shit, maybe that's the, maybe that's the way to do it. So when I fully locked in on TikTok, when it was quarantine, I started with eight videos a day and I started seeing results like quick. And I was like, holy shit, maybe that's actually what you need to do. So I started eight and I cut it down to five to six. And yeah, I mean, I highly suggest posting five to six times a day on TikTok for sure. That's that Gary V model. Content is king. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> content is king. <laughs> like, just just like, shut up. Not, you're young. You got time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you think 36 years old is young? <laughs> Wait till you're 50, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got some great impersonators online. Yeah, 100%. TikTok, uh, dude, there's one dude that sounds just like him. Can't think of the name, but there's spot on. Yeah, I've read his book a couple of times. It's really good. I recommend it. What is it? It's called Crushing. It's really good. He came out with that, what, like a couple of years ago, right? In 2018, probably. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I'll fucking check that out. I love Gary V, bro. Gary V literally helped me through the early stages of uh, creating content. I was going to say, I'm sure you like Gary V, but I doubt you like reading very much. Yeah, I'm not really a big reader, but I'm kind of like, I, I, I'm losing brain cells, my brother. So I need to start like reading and like, you know, exercising the brain. How are you losing brain cells? I don't even know. I just feel, I don't know. Concussions, footballs, CTE. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, dude, like, it's amazing that you don't burn out or just feel like so consumed in your phone making six videos a day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's probably obviously more than two hours, three hours on my phone at the time, but I don't know. I don't really like getting locked in on what's going on around me. I just want to focus on myself or what I'm trying to do for that moment. And then, yeah, I'll just scroll through TikTok, scroll through Instagram, see what's going on. Well, I don't like to get too locked in that stuff now let me ask you a question how what has moving to la done for you people people in boston don't really know i'm planning on shifting out there yet but like i'm just you know i'm engaging everybody i know i'm getting out there in the next two three weeks like what what have the positives been for you and then give me a couple of the negatives i would say i'll Start with the negatives first. I would say the negatives, you know, partying has like a little distraction. Um, meeting people out here, you never, you can't really like find the right real person. They're all like a lot of people out here are like kind of fake. They don't really give a shit what you're doing. They just care about themselves. So that kind of fucks with you. Positives, motivation. You came out here for a reason, right? So you want to just strictly just do that thing. You don't want to do all this other shit. You want to just strictly do whatever you came out here for. So I, I think motivation and um, people around me, people that I'm around every single day, Jake the Shooter, Raptor, 
Grant Desick and Justice Dutra, Jabber, Chase. I got all my friends around me that we're all doing similar stuff. And then that's what, that's like what I love the most because we're all doing the same shit. We're all grinding and there's just no better feeling than just fucking throwing and blowing up with your bros, your homies. Yeah, I'm with you on it. That's the one thing I got when I was out there. It was like, yo, just being in the environment of other people who are like driven, trying to make stuff and yeah. like actually trying to get out on their goals is fucking really inspiring. Dude. Like you really don't get that yeah. out here at all. That's the most important thing too, bro. You don't want to be around people that it's like not doing what you, I don't know, just like someone that doesn't have the same drive as you. It's just like, that's kind of unmotivating. It makes you unmotivated. Yeah, for sure. Um, now in terms of people being fake or you hear that shit all the time, like your LA is so fake, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude. You feel that way? Really? It depends. I mean, like not every single person is fake, but like, you don't really know these kids. You don't, you didn't grow up with them. You're literally just meeting them on the spot. So you don't really know like who this person actually is. You know what I mean? They could just come up to you, like act like this certain way. And then all of a sudden, like just fucking stab you in the back type shit. Yeah, but that's anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so, but I don't know. I just that's I just feel that way in LA. Just people out here, just not really who you expect them to be. I understand. I mean, most people have told me that. Like my friends who I showed up with were like, "Bro, like relationships in Los Angeles are a little more transactional." Like, yeah. People, but I guess it's a good and bad thing. I mean, bro, like at my core, I'm selfish too, though. Like. I mean, you're selfish also. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we all are at some point, you know what I mean? Like, but... Like, we all want to win individually, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you want others to win around you, and that's the other thing that people don't out here don't really... Um, they just want to win themselves, strictly themselves. Like, they don't care about the people around them. Me, I'm like a people person. I want to make sure that my people around me are good, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. I think it's just important in any sort of social environment is like, if you just make your intentions known, you have much better conversations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's a lot harder to work with someone when you don't know what they actually want. Yeah. You can't really like read them. They don't really like open up like that. Some people just don't open up. You don't know exactly what they want to do. And then you just don't really connect with them in a way. I'm with you on that, brethren. I'm with you on that. Um, all right. Well, this is how I want to end this real quick. One, I appreciate you coming on, man. I hope you had a good time. I appreciate you having me, bro. 300 episode. That's lit. Keep on doing what you're fucking doing, bro. You literally have the biggest podcast in Boston. Been saying this. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's kind of you. Um, okay. Now, what do you have coming up and what are you looking forward to? Coming up, I have a short film dropping, I think, in July. That's that's what um, I'm hoping for. That's the next big thing coming out for me. Um, and then in the future, you know, land more acting roles, continue to put out content, grow my pages, you know, stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to get more into the acting roles. So that's that's the next big thing, I would say. Well, dude, it's a good thing we know know each other because I'm certainly trying to make more movies, brother. 
Fuck yeah, bro. Let's uh once you get out of here, bro, just we'll link. We'll make skits. You know, I want to be in that, I want to be that next Golden Dare production movie. We'll have to get you and Benny in a scene together, man, huh? I'm glad you guys connected. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that oh dude, you're goaded for that, bro. Linking us up. We've been Thanks talking back and forth too. So I mean, it's straight through like social media, but we're gonna through just because of you, we're gonna link. For sure. He's a great kid, man. Um, Hell yeah, he seems it. Now, this is how we start and end the show. One, did you have a good time? I had a blast. Did you have a good time? Well, dude, I was glad I could, like, observe your behavior this whole episode because I know I do this, like, a couple times a week, but I, like, hate sitting in a seat for an hour. I kind of want to, like, kill myself and get up and, like, go over in a couple of Props to you. That's a grind, dude. Well, no, I'm but sure I could probably- tell, bro, I could tell with you, like, after, like, 35 minutes, you're like, yo, I kind of want to get up right now and move around a little bit. Yeah, I, get, I get, like, certain, like, antsy, but that's just, like, my ADD kicking in. Yeah, it reminds me of school, dude, sometimes. Um, yeah, true. So, this is how we start in the show. You got to say, hi, your name, and this yep. is my golden hour. And directly after, you got to say, hi, your name, and that was my golden hour. All right, all right. All right, so before we do it, hi, my name is Tilly, and this is my golden hour. Hi, this is Tilly, and that was my golden hour, right? Correct? You got it, brethren. Let's get it. Let's get it. What's going on? <laughs> Take two. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? My name is Tilly, and this is my golden hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. No, I don't want to say, oh, bye, everybody. All right, all right. Holy shit, there's more than I fucking expected. Bye, everyone. My name is Tilly, and that was my golden hour. That was not we well executed, Tilly. That was not well executed, brother. Hi, your no. name, and this is yep. my golden hour. And directly yep. after, no break. Hi, your name, and that was my golden hour. Do I have to say hi? I feel like hi is just like not. Hi, my name is Yo, You got a problem with my show, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> I just can't. All right, ready? We got it. Hi, my name is Tilly, and this is my golden hour. Hi, my name. Bye, my fuck, dude. What is going on? <laughs> Bye, my name is Tilly, and that was my golden hour. We can run it again if we need to. Bro, you you have not gotten it yet. <laughs> so you gotta say, "Hi, my name." Tilly. And this is my golden hour. Directly after, "Hi, my name," and that was my golden hour. This is. Oh, I thought it was. Bye. That was. This is. That was. All right. All right, we got it. Ready? Hi, my name is Tilly, and this is my golden hour. Hi, my name is Tilly, and that was my golden hour. Take four, brethren. Take four. <laughs> Take four. Again? No, you got it, bro. That's perfect. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, hey, man, thank you so much for your time, bro. I appreciate it. Yo, appreciate you. Thank you for having me, and continue doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. And I look forward to uh, seeing more content for you, bro.